Well, hello there and welcome once again to another episode of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. Tonight, a special edition because I have my friend here, as I promised, Ken is back with us. Hello. So, hello, Ken. Greetings to you. And I don't know how long we're going to do this podcast, but I want to introduce this podcast as a Whiskey Wonder a podcast, unfiltered, uncut, unedited. It's Whiskey Wonder Podcast Raw. So, and Ken's with me, and I, I brought Ken back because uh, I need the help here from my listeners because uh, this was, having Ken here was our second highest rated, actually. He helped uh, bring the ratings up for my podcast. And oh, I think it was the Pappy Van Winkle. That. <laughs> you know, probably, yeah, probably that helps too when you have you know uh, listeners listening into the, the about the most uh, uh, sought after you know bourbon, uh, not only just weeded but bourbon uh, in the world. And I and I want to mention Ken. This podcast, um, I know I don't have a fancy studio. Ken will attest to that, but we'll keep it a secret. It's kind okay. of. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, right now we're, we're heard in the United States, and I thank my international uh, podcasters. It's like a family. I mean, uh, I, and to me, it's like a family that we can get together. We've been doing so much with COVID-19 remote. Everything's been remote and virtual. Even church has been virtual. Yeah. Uh, Ken and I, we go to the same church. That's been virtual. We've been doing you know, people seeing it from a distance. Um, just jobs, you know, on the job, parents at home, people, you know, so all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like this is like a virtual, you know, we're kind of like a round table in a living room. The podcast is like the living room and we can get together, everybody in the United States. We have listeners in Canada, India, Denmark, Australia, Ireland, Germany, Singapore, and uh, our newest listeners, welcome to United Kingdom. Wow, talk about some heavyweights we've got in the list, yeah, though, Ken. You know, so people and, around the world like bourbon. So, <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the whiskey is, uh, I tell you what, uh, fantastic. And uh, I'm going to have Ken talk here in a little bit, but I just want some highlights I want to adjust because Ken's got some special things he wants to talk to you about tonight. And one thing I did want to say is I try to give the listeners, Ken, I really do try to give them good information. I, I feel this podcast is like a smorgasbord. It's like going to Chuckarama. It's going to Golden Corral. It's going to whatever your favorite smorgasbord is. Uh, if you want a little bit of steak, if you want a little bit of fish, if you want a little bit of whatever, and uh, whatever desserts, and we just give you a smorgasbord of things. You want uh, roast beef? Do you want turkey? Do you want chicken? Do you want you know whatever mashed potatoes and gravy? Bring on the scones. <laughs> scones. I love the scones <laughs> and the honey butter. Exactly. And some whiskey would be good yeah. uh, on that one. And so I want to congratulate uh, Whiskey Advocate 2020. So Whiskey Advocates 2020 uh, Whiskey of the Year. And Ken, I've talked about this brand before, and it's actually sitting right now, not the specific one they did, but the same people, the same brand, sitting uh, in here in my uh, abode where I live. And congratulations to Larceny. I have Larceny, the small batch, 92 proof, but the winner, the Whiskey Advocates 2020 Whiskey of the Year, congratulations to Larceny, barrel proof, won the Whiskey Advocates 2020 Whiskey of the Year. So congratulations to Larceny. Very good. I, I recommend it. Uh, Ken, have you had Larceny before? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, never, never even been near it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I looked for it and it was a hard find. Uh, I can't find it. And I've been talking to the liquor store when I go around town, 
I know it sounds bad, me driving around all these towns looking for a bottle of booze. Hey, you know? <laughs> it sounds bad. When you're a collector, you, 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 you search high and low until you find what you're looking for. Oh, that's true. But no, knowing me, I, I, I'm doing the old Fitzgerald, uh, the old Forrester birthday edition. Uh, I'm looking for Uncle Nearest 1820. And I'll do a story about that later, about how that was the uh, bottle that broke the internet because <laughs> it was so popular. You get the other Uncle Nearest, thing like an 1884 that comes to mind is one of them I actually found the other night. And, uh, and all that good stuff, too. So, and then um, I think I'm going to skip uh, the situation with McCallum. If we have time, I might say that for the end. But I want, I want Ken to be able to talk about uh, his stuff tonight, too, as well. And, uh, but one thing I will add is, uh, as a Maker's Mark ambassador, great things they give you. And I can talk more specifically about that. I just got Ken this pack of cards on the same night. I got my Maker's Mark 101, a limited edition whiskey. Nice. Excellent. So, so, they, so they now can, the next time you're gambling, you can have whiskey and whiskey and it all matches. Yeah, it all <laughs> and, and even the color, the color <laughs> of the right. box matches the box of the whiskey. As it should. So that's, 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 that's planning. And, and speaking of whiskey, uh, one of my favorites, Long Branch. Long uh, Ken Branch, and I, yes. uh, right now, thank you. And you heard the sure. glasses here. Cheers. As I like it in my podcast, but we're still going uh, right here. And we're uh, drinking some Long Branch. And remember, this podcast is just as you hear it. There is no redone, no re-ed, no nothing. And uh, we don't have high expensive producers to redo everything here. So uh, down the hatch. Down the hatch. Absolutely. Ah, delicious. It's nice stuff. Man. I feel like Very it's good. kind of, you know, not fair to, it's kind of like eating and drinking in front of people, but it's going to be hard, well, hard to send know, this I'm, around the world. I'm hoping that the listeners are, are enjoying. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Forgive us. We can't send the alcohol to you that kind of get us in trouble here, but uh, very good, by the way. Get yourself some Long Branch. Uh, Ken, did you like the Long Branch? Yeah, I did. It's, um, uh, it's not the smoothest, um, but I, I do not necessarily like every every bourbon that I drink or every whiskey for that matter. It doesn't have to be smooth as glass, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of kick. Mm -hmm. um, it's like it, it's a lot like eating uh, like a pepper sauce. If you, oh. if you like spicy sauces, right. you know, right. there's people who like that. I don't. I right. hate spicy. But the people who do, a lot of them like the really, really spicy stuff that right. just hurts. Right. Right? It just burns them to death. OK, fine. That's your exactly. thing. And, you know, with with whiskey, I like a little. I like a little burn mm. as long as there is the flavor to go with it. That cheap rock gut stuff you get at the bottom of the shelf that's really scratchy on the yeah, way down. It doesn't up. have a lot of flavor. You know, it maybe maybe they, they aged that with some oat chips for a couple of days and then <laughs> stuff it in the bottle. I'm not a big fan of that stuff. Oh, exactly. Good exactly. whiskey um, can burn on the way right. down. It doesn't have yeah. to always be smooth. You know, like when we tried the pappy, that's yes. like butter. Oh, right. Like yeah. melted oh. butter going down your throat. No question. And and again, that was good stuff. But this, as far as I'm concerned, this is every bit as good a whiskey. Mm -hmm. It's not as smooth. Oh, okay. Right. Right? And, right. It's, and it's an entirely different flavor characteristic right. as well. Right, right. Um, uh, so I was just... Uh, uh, mm. Excuse me. Sorry, Ken. You wanted to... You were going to... Uh, no, no. Interrupt. Please. <clears throat> I was talking, I was just reading too. When you said smooth, that reminded me of, I think, Ocotoshan. I was reading about the uh, scotch as one of the smoothest. If you want a smooth whiskey. And that's what I'm looking for too, because I believe that one is a less peaty or less smoky. Right. And so if I get some extra puns one of these days, that's one. If I'm looking for the scotch world, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Ocotoshan. I'd love to, you to know, try in, that. Uh, in Ben this year, we. Uh, we we I tried for the first time uh, Abelauer's uh, Abenad, which is a sherry cask mm. scotch, mm. and it of course says on the back, you know, right. smooth and you know delightful. And boy, 
I disagree. You know, it's mm. just like swallowing fire water. But wow. man, the flavor in that stuff is oh. just loaded with all this kind of cherry and and uh, 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 it was just you know very spicy, right? Just absolutely delicious. It's amazing, right. amazing scotch. Not smooth. <laughs> it's amazing how there's a trade-off sometimes. You get the smooth but no flavor, and sometimes you get the you know vice versa kind of thing. It's like, oh, okay, this is. You know, I think sometimes they 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 work together. You know, right. to bring you something that's more enjoyable right. for a certain segment of the population. That sounds good. Right on. And I'm gonna let Ken's got some things he wants to talk about, so I'm gonna kind yeah. of give the floor over to Ken, and and I'm gonna kind of go back back seat here. And uh, you know, Ken brings in the ratings, so I'm gonna let Ken kind of <laughs> talk in. And this is a surprise to me. He, he isn't gonna tell me uh, yet well, this, this topic. He's it's not gonna be first. anything that you're not familiar with, but right. I thought it would be kind of fun. So I brought right. something over tonight that I thought would be just a little interesting, right, for people. Um, before I bring this out, I'm just gonna read this straight from the website. I printed oh, this right. out today, right? <clears throat> and uh, once this, uh, as soon as I start reading, everybody's gonna know immediately right. what I brought over. Right. So, uh, straight from the website, it began when Paul Jones Jr., the founder of Four Roses Bourbon, became smitten by the beauty of a Southern belle. It is said that he sent a proposal to her, and she replied that if her answer were yes, she would wear a corsage of roses on her gown to the upcoming grand ball. Paul Jones waited for her answer excitedly on that night of the Grand Ball. When she arrived in her beautiful gown, she wore a corsage of four red roses. He later named his bourbon Four Roses as a symbol of his devout passion for the lovely Belle, a passion he thereafter transferred to making his beloved Four Roses bourbon. Mm. So what I have in the box here mm. is a nice bottle of wow. four, ro uh, four Roses single barrel. Wow. And, uh, yeah, this is actually, uh, I mentioned this on the last podcast we did nice. together, that this was my favorite bourbon. Wow. And it wasn't until Jim Beam Black Label came along mm -hmm. that kicked Four Roses off a podium that they'd been on for years. Mm, wow. Uh, which was the best bourbon internationally for, I don't know, it was 12 or 13 years wow, running. amazing. Um, yeah, it's an <laughs> exceptional whiskey. And we're gonna open that sucker up well, tonight, and we're gonna have a little drink. Yeah. Thank you to Ken for bringing that. We wish we had enough glasses for everybody, <laughs> but uh, we'll just kind of have to maybe take our word for it. But thank Absolutely. you, Ken, for bringing that. that's amazing. Thank you. Round of applause for Ken for bringing that. And uh, nothing like uh, bringing your friends over for uh, a taste of free whiskey here. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, you know the interesting thing about the four. Uh, the, the Four Roses single barrel is that it's not terribly expensive. It's here right. in the States, it's about $50 a bottle. Yeah, but wow. And $50 a bottle That's is a, not bad, right. number one, for a single barrel, but right. also for a name like Four Roses. Four Roses. It's very right. exceptionally well done. Wow. So when uh, you brought that, because I was even looking at getting some Four Roses. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I thought, wow, that is that is amazing. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, you're that. welcome. Thank you. That's awesome. Wow. Almost the full glass. Good thing I'm not driving anywhere. Yeah, That's right. Awesome. Oh. Wow, look at that. I noticed it's it's darker. It looks like it's darker than the Long Branch. Nice caramel. Uh, yeah. yeah, very nice caramel. Very nice. Um, Ooh, very nice. That's I vanilla too. The reason that I read the little story is right. that I was I was looking for a bourbon. Um, just I, I wanted a nice bourbon, and I was walking through the liquor store, and I looked up on the shelf, and I saw this label. Mm -hmm. And I liked the label. And sometimes mm -hmm. that's just the way I buy it. I right. like the label. Right. And those four roses, I got curious. 
what the story was behind that. And I went online and I did some just you don't have to research very deep into this. Right. Just exactly. Tell me the story of Four Roses and you'll land at their their about us page and they'll mm -hmm. tell you their story. And it's mm -hmm. it's incredibly romantic. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people will think, oh, bourbon, you know, that's just right. something that guys do in the right. You know, in the back of the bar or whatever. But the reality of it, you know, you think about this gentleman, the love of his life. This, right. this was his passion. Right, right. And uh, talking about the woman that he married. And that right. became kind of the symbol behind how he created his whiskey. Right. And uh, how he labeled it, the naming, mm, and everything right. else. And I think, it should, I think it's a wonderful, really right. neat, romantic right. story. Very nice story. Very nice. So, cheers. Yeah, we'll thank a, you. We'll Ken. have a little drink That's here. Very nice, absolutely. And for everybody, this is Four Roses single barrel. So I was looking at this the other night. And I thought, oh, I'd love to give me some uh, Four Roses. <clears throat> and again, it's not one of those whiskeys that is just smooth as glass. It's got some bite. It's got flavor it. though. It does. Wow, it's so good. You can just taste all that charring and oak yeah. in there. And it's a deep, it's like a deep it flavor. Is. It's very much like, look, one of the things I really like about Four Roses is that it's very much like the really peaty scotches. Right. When you get really peaty scotches, you have really peaty scotches and then you have the really smooth stuff. And there are, there, there's a characteristic to the peaty scotches. They're very ashy. There's a lot of smoke, oh. right? Right. Um, in fact, there's a second treat in there that we're going we're gonna to oh, wow. get to. All right? Wow, good thing we brought Ken over today. Yeah. Wow, that's so, amazing. So what I like about the Four Roses is this This is where bourbon, because it's filtered through charcoal, through, through generally wood charcoal, as opposed mm. to peat charcoal, right. most bourbons, they filter a lot of that out through the process, mm -hmm. the same way that scotches are done. Like Glenlivet is very smooth, and it has almost no peat to it at all. Mm -hmm. And that's right. a, the general characteristic of most bourbons is right. that they're not really strong in that woodsy, smoky flavor. Right, exactly. Right? You get right. the oak. And the right. vanilla and the butter caramel. and that kind of thing, right. the caramel. Right. But you don't get a lot of that real strong woody right. thing going on. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I really like about Four Roses is that you get that. It's kind of the peaty version of American whiskey. Oh, right, right. Um, where it's really strong in that woody smell. Good way to describe it. So for those of you out there who like that in your bourbon, Four Roses, the single barrel stuff, is yeah. just, that. that's what they focus on. Right. And uh, it's really, really nice stuff. I like yeah. it. This is their higher end of the, of the yeah they yeah. they have several bottles that are limited edition releases mm -hmm. uh, just like all of these guys do right. but this is the one that you can generally find on the shelf the limited right. release stuff like some of the things we were talking about right. earlier right uh, you can't find them you right. get into you know the the McAllen twenty five yeah. that sort of thing is who who can find that stuff uh, Four Roses have some has they have some single barrel select whiskeys that right. are really limited edition where right. are you going to find it well right. you're not. Right. Um, but this stuff, again, it's it's like, I think there's a reason why I like this and I like Jim Beam Black Label, mm -hmm. right? You right. can find it everywhere. Right. Like every liquor store has it. I feel, maybe it's just me, Ken, but we kind of dovetail what you're talking about. When I have, because I also like the Jim Beam Black, extra aged. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like there's some there's some subtle differences in both of these. Like right. the kind of those, the palate picks up on some of these. Now, totally... It's interesting how whiskey works. I can taste their differences, the nuances between both of the whiskeys, but yet they have commonality of the palate, but right. yet they have their own unique individual. It's like, a, it's like a family member. They have the same last name in the family, but they have a different first name and right. they're different people. Right. That, that's kind of how I look The Jim Beam, I actually think, is a smoother whiskey. Mm. I actually mm -hmm. think it goes down smoother. It's right. a nicer over... I, I think that... <clears throat> 
that for general sipping, I think it's a nicer whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, but the Four Roses, I like it for the same reasons that I like uh, uh, the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select mm -hmm. and, oh, yes. uh, and the Abelauer yeah. Abenad. They're, they're good because they're mm -hmm. not so smooth, even mm -hmm. though they're described as being smooth. That's a marketing thing. Right. They're good because they're kind of bold and chewy, like right. a great deep, dark wine. Right. right. They just really eat. At, I'm still after tasting alcohol in my mouth here we're you know for a couple of minutes oh yeah, yeah, yeah little drink. Here, yeah, it's exactly. still in there yeah exactly. it's still tasted it's still right. tingling and i think that that's great right because when you're sipping right that lingering if you're doing it correctly right it carries you longer right so that next sip comes a little bit further down the road because right. you're still tasting it and chewing on it right. and then nibbling away you don't need half the bottle for flavor that's right <laughs> that's right you don't need to just be dumping it down your throat you can you, you, you try a little and you're tasting it for quite a long time. Okay. It was like like when we did the pappy, you could keep it in your mouth for a long time. Mm -hmm, but once exactly. it was down, right. it was done. Oh, like yeah. The aftertaste kind of went away fairly quickly. Right. This stuff is still lingering. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's 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 right there. Yeah, lingering. It's, it's, it's really beautiful good. whiskey. It's like I love a deep. It. It's very really good. Thank you, Kevin, for bringing mm -hmm. that. Love the smell too. The smell is fantastic. And, uh, you know, going back to like one of your favorites was the Jim Beam extra uh, black extra aged. You know, that was the one that they don't tell you what it beat. I mean, they said it beat a $2,000 bottle of yeah. bourbon, a <laughs> 54% survey, blind uh, right. study, blind tasting. And they actually liked the uh, Jim Beam uh, black extra aged better yeah. than the $2,000. The beauty of blind tasting, <clears throat> if you sat a thousand people down at a table, with a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle and told everybody what it was, right. and a bottle of Jim Beam and told everybody what it was and mm -hmm. what the prices were, the right. vast majority of those people would select the Pappy Van Winkle, mm -hmm. just being led to by the big price right. tag and, and all the nostalgia around it and everything else. Right. But when they close their eyes right. and they taste them, well, half the people, a little more than half, mm -hmm. chose the cheap whiskey. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, yes, you right. Know, That's right. So, that's how it is, and it's how it ought to be. You really right. should. You, we should all be picking the whiskeys that we like based on our own personal tastes, right. as opposed to any marketing fluff. Now, Four Roses has some marketing fluff here. They've got a mm -hmm. beautiful label. Right. That marketing right. fluff drew me in, but they back that flap that fluff up mm -hmm. with a really great bottle of whiskey. They back up the fluff with stuff. That's right. <laughs> back your fluff with they stuff. Back, well, your, back your fluff with stuff. Last right. time we had liquid Ferrari. This time we've got. Back your fluff with stuff. Oh, Cheers. yeah, we got like a Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> you go. You know, yeah, nice. All right. Wow, very nice. Very good flavor. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's excellent. Ken's got another surprise. I don't even know what Ken's bringing out of the box here. So I, I, I'm just as surprised as you guys. And I'm only, uh, you know, feet away from, uh, from Ken. So. so the last podcast we did, we were talking about expensive stuff. We mm -hmm. were comparing... Mm -hmm. Uh, the McAllen, we were comparing Pappy Van Winkle, we were just comparing prices, we were right. comparing uh, uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label, and you had mentioned you had never tried Johnny Walker Blue Label. Yeah, never had blue in my life. Okay, well, that's about to change. Wow. So, oh, I yeah, we got that. a little, we got a little smally here. Oh, man, where'd you find that, Ken? Well, we found that, and we found that in Ben this year. Oh. And my wife and I bought it, and we took it. Uh, we had our 25th anniversary in October. Congratulations! We took it on yeah, our anniversary. We wanted to try fabulous. it. Now, here's the thing: I had, I had, I have never tried any of Johnny Walker's scotches, wow. any of them at all. Ooh, and I, I, the way people talked about their whiskeys was, 
was, uh, you know, they're so smooth and rich right. and et cetera, et cetera. And I always thought they were more along the lines of Glenlivet and yeah, yeah, Callan. They were yeah, kind yeah. of that smooth. Yeah. But they're actually more along the lines of Lafroy. Oh. This stuff is super peaty. Oh, okay. It's super peaty. Wow. So, but this is their top. This is their top stuff. Yeah, this is a, this is a Ferrari here. Two hundred and fifty. This was that little Smalley right there. That was a twenty dollar bottle. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Ken, how much that Smalley so, was. Yeah. For wow, this is. I'm going to uh, rinse, rinse by by draining the last drop. That's right. Remember, you're getting this is guys. Everybody listening, this is uncut, unfiltered. This is a whiskey water podcast raw. So thank you, Ken. Wow, Ken's pouring some Blue Label right now. All thank right. you, Blue Label, Johnny Walker. Now the Ken was just saying twenty dollars for this small as. I'm glad he answered that because I was wondering, and I knew it had to be you know definitely double digits. But when I went to the liquor store and I looked at that, I saw like two hundred twenty-five dollars for the bottle. Right. Again, the seven hundred fifty milliliters, like two hundred twenty-five dollars, yeah. and that's this is the top end of the Johnny Walkers. The, See, blue, it's the Blue Label. I've said, I, you know, I said it on the, the last time we talked, and I'll say it again today, I'm hard-pressed to spend $100 on a bottle right. of whiskey, let alone two or 300 or 1000 or a couple thousand for some of the really high-end stuff. Right. Um, but I only spent $20 on this. Wow. Right? What a deal. Well, that, <laughs> but it's only an ounce of whiskey, so... <laughs> yeah, but it, it can't just spend that $225 we got. Oh, no, what I do? Usually for the 20 bucks, and I know you saved it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I'll spend... Yeah, so oh, we, we decided to have yes. We'll give it a shot. Cheers. Thank you, Ken. Blue Label. Never before. First time in history. Thank you, Ken. It is licking the bottom of the ashtray scotch. It is super peaty. Very smoky. Um, you'll this get uh, Highland Park and right. Lafroy, mm. which are really, really peaty. You know, the people mm -hmm. who really enjoy that. And it's a, yeah. it's an acquired taste. I think the peaty scotches. It is. And um, I did. They're growing on me. I'm not a big fan. Right. right. Wow. That's still good. Um, but yeah. it is. It yeah. is. And it's smooth. It is smooth. Yeah, yeah I it's agree. Really yeah, totally. smooth. There's very little very, bite. Very, very agree. And it goes down nice and easy. And it is, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's cigarette cigarettes and whiskey, man. <laughs> so uh, now I don't have to smoke, Ken. I don't have to think of smoking. I can just, uh, although two hundred twenty-five dollars a lot, a lot, a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, I need to smoke. It's I would say it's cheaper, but of course it's a blue label. So right, two hundred twenty-five dollars for the cigarettes. Not that I smoke or or plan on it. But uh, yeah, that's boy, that's nice. No, that's the blue label. Thank you, Ken, because I always wanted to. Uh, taste the blue label. I'm just glad now. Uh, Ken's surprised. Ken, I got a surprise too. Look here, what I just bought. <laughs> blue label. I'm going to save myself $225. Bummer. There you but, go. Uh, that's perfect. Go. So now we've had a little bit of the smoky wow. American bourbon and a little bit of the smoky wow. uh, 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 Scottish whiskey. Nice. And so, you know, you can kind of get the, 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 the blue label is smoother. Right, right. Um, I personally like the Four Roses significantly better, and it's a quarter, less than a quarter of the price. It's better than the, the Blue price, Label. Better than the Blue Label. Wow. Um, the Blue Label is, is quite peaty, and it's kind of like when we talked about Pappy Van Winkle the last right. time around. Is right. it worth $225? Yeah, right. Um, I, I can't say it's not. I can say that I, $20 for the Smalley gives you the opportunity to try it, and wouldn't it be right. cool if right. Pappy Van Winkle had Smalley? Oh, I wish. So you could oh, spend 100 bucks or 200 bucks and you right. could get a little one. Right, exactly. Yeah, maybe try it out. Right. Um, and I would love to find. I, I wish every 
every uh, producer of whiskey made smallies. Right. So you don't just a, get a little, no like, get a little, uh, little tiny bit of it just to give it a try. And so is your wife? Does what does she prefer? Does she like? She actually she like? uh, scotch has become her drink of choice. Oh really? Over um, bourbon? Yeah. Over the course of the past year, really. Oh really? Um, when she tried Abelauer. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Abelauer won her over to the Scotch world. She doesn't like the PD stuff. It's amazing. After stuff. time, there's always that one the thing, brand that changes your life. at 12 did it to mm -hmm. me. Um, Abelauer was my wife. That kind of made me sad because now she's dipping into my stash. Oh, <laughs> bottle for you, bottle But it's life. okay. That's all right. Yeah, it's Two okay. bottles now. Um, she doesn't like the Abunad, so that's good. Oh, okay. reserved for me because uh, she doesn't like it. Great. Good to have your own. Kind of, um, you know. Yeah, and I have a bottle of 16 at the house. So, Ooh, so nice. when, you, uh, when yeah. you come visit here. Definitely, we will. Yeah. I wish we could do a podcast from Ken's. I was, uh, was thinking it was an idea because Ken's going to have like a, a whiskey night at his place later. I wish there was a way to transfer equipment over, and I thought that would have been great to have a whiskey yeah, night. Yeah, we might be able to do that at one, some point one in time. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a fun. number of the guys. We have like a round table. <laughs> Just talking and, and trying things and, and, and doing that. So Absolutely. we can make that work. Kim, I, I wish I wish we had more time. I know uh, as far as anchor, they only give us so much uh, time. We're getting close. We got about another minute or two before we probably max out uh, our time. So yeah, we only got up to thirty minutes, and we're already at the twenty-five, and we have a <clears throat> conclusion. So uh, absolutely. I appreciate Ken having here. Any final uh, closing remarks you have, uh, Ken, for the everybody, all gonna, the listeners, international I'm going to stand by it. Some of the best whiskeys in the world are far less than a hundred dollars. You know, don't, don't get, don't. If you've got the money, knock yourself mm -hmm. out. You know, mm -hmm. the, the the sky is the limit. But you know, really, that twenty to fifty dollar range. There's so much great whiskey that's mm -hmm. found in there. Mm -hmm. uh, wine, beer, whiskey, it's kind of all the same. You know, there's really mm -hmm. expensive mm -hmm. stuff. I'm not going to say it's a snob's world. Right. I'm going to say that if you have the money to spend right. on a great bottle of right. whiskey, and by great, I mean expensive right. in that regard, right. please right. do so. You know, it's a, it might be a rare once-in-a-lifetime treat. Otherwise, you know, surf the middle shelf. <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh, some good things, too, on that, Ken. I know, I'm um, trying to think, there is one... Brand I was looking for that Fred Minnick, if I can find it, Fred Minnick was talking about that I have, and he talked about kind of that mid-shelf, and let's see if I can find it, Old Forester, uh, 100 proof, <coughs> Old Forester 100 proof, and uh, kind of dovetail what you're talking about, Old Forester uh, 100 proof was one of his uh, top ones in that range that you're talking about, sure. so a very, very good one, so... But uh, we want to thank Ken a, a thousand times for bringing over the Four Roses. It was the single, I think it was single, single barrel, barrel, single barrel, and the blue label. Thanks again. I always wanted to have the blue label. Um, there's a big difference. Now, me, I was telling Ken tonight too. I'm the guy. I mentioned the podcast. I'm the guy that you know sent, um, spends nine dollars at the liquor store uh, on a you know too far from payday. Single digits. When you're seeing it, when you're spending single digits, you know that you needed another job or you need more income. And uh, but thank you, Ken, for that because I, I have red label. Uh, so the Johnny Walker fans out there know there's a big difference between blue and red. Absolutely, you know, right. it's not just because the color right. of the label. Right. So, but we want to thank Ken again uh, for being here, and uh, we'll definitely have Ken back when he has. So thank you, Ken, for all the goodies. Welcome. Appreciate that, and the uh, audience. I wish we had more time to really do the podcast. Andrew only allows us so much time, but we gave you some bonus time, uh, everybody, all the listeners of the podcast. I know it's been a while since I've cut podcasts, so we gave you some bonus minutes, bonus time. Maybe you'll listen to this in 
sections, but we definitely want to thank Ken again, uh, his expertise and knowledge and all the goodies, the blue label uh, and bringing the Johnny Walker blue label and the four roses. And thank you to each and every one of you for listening. And remember, we always say drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. And as I always like to end the podcast with, I think this time, uh, Ken and I could do the cheers salute at the end here. So uh, remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. And as we like to uh, uh, say to everybody, thanks for listening and cheers. Cheers.